Number 32, Godzilla vs. Megasgirus. Um, the action scenes are really good. The music, oh my god, is fantastic. It's some of the best we've heard in since Destroyer, in my opinion. I mean, there everything technically is really good. The effects, the music, the monsters, they all are good. And the big battle between the two title characters is pretty enjoyable. It's just the human characters that are uh, not good, unfortunately. I mean, I know you don't really go to these movies for the human characters. You want to see Godzilla going against Megaguirus, and you do get that. But unfortunately, they only go against once in the movie, which is honestly a little disappointing. And the human characters are just not good. Like, the main female lead is just terrible. She has, like, no emotion to her face at all. It's just why. I do like how they try to kill Godzilla with the black hole gun. It was something new. It was something new. And, I'm, you know, something new to kill Godzilla. And I like that. Alright, so on to the next movie. Number 31, Godzilla's Revenge, also known as All Monsters Attack. You may be saying, why isn't this the lowest? Because this is a terrible movie. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't hate this movie like other people do. Is it a good movie? No. But there are some things you genuinely like about it. I like the message for kids, standing up for yourself. It's a good message. Though it's butchered in the end, unfortunately. I mean... I mean, when Godzilla is on screen, you know, you know, new footage, that's fine. The big battle between him and Gabra is enjoyable. And even the stuff with Gabra and Manila, while goofy as hell, is still very entertaining. Uh, the kid character is just not good, unfortunately. He's probably the worst part of the movie. And the best character is actually the Toymaker. And he's barely on screen, unfortunately. And it just kind of sucks because he, he kind of, like, is the best part. And he's barely on screen, unfortunately. So, yeah. But I can't bring myself to hate this movie like the others. It doesn't fuel me like the other ones do, unfortunately. Number 30, Godzilla versus Mothra. <sighs> My biggest problem with this movie... Is that the fact is that Godzilla gets top billing. You know, he's the title character. And Mothra gets, um, I guess, bottom billing, I guess. And, you know, it's advertised as a Godzilla movie. But yet Godzilla in the actual Godzilla movie isn't really essential to the story. He's more of a secondary character this time. Or just wrong place, wrong time. You know, as a lot of people have said. And, yeah, he doesn't really have a point to being here at all. I mean, it's nice to see him fight Mothra again. I mean, it's great. And, you know what? Some of the human characters are actually enjoyable. Though, they're just kind of pushed aside when the monsters start battling each other, unfortunately. Which kind of sucks. And, it just kind of sucks when that happens. Because they're actually kind of enjoyable. Um, the fights between, um... Godzilla and Mothra and Bachelor are fun, even though it's just the guy in the Godzilla suit just fighting two props, and that's really it. Unfortunately, you don't really get the awesome monster suit on suit action like you do in the older movies, but there are some things to like about it, and it's not terrible, but it's also nothing great either. Number 29, Godzilla Raids Again. 
Well, this is the first Godzilla movie where Godzilla got to fight a giant monster and Gears. So there is, it, this is kind of important for a couple reasons. And while Godzilla and when Godzilla and, and Gears, you know, when they battle each other out, it's still very enjoyable, though it's it just looks weird because the monsters are moving so fast and, like, crazy. It's just, like, it doesn't kind of work for these giant creatures. Also, the human characters are just kind of forgettable this time around. I mean, they're just very forgettable, unlike the characters in the original where they were memorable. The characters here are just forgettable, and I just can give a crap about them, honestly. I mean, I mean, I do like how they defeat Godzilla in the movie. It's something new. But this movie literally put Godzilla on ice for seven years. Number 28, Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Well, I don't hate this movie. It just feels very tired, and it just feels like they just want to end the series at this point. But... They didn't. That was the next movie, which we'll get to soon. Um, I like Space Godzilla as a villain. He's an alright villain. He's fine. Uh, Megara looks fantastic. But unfortunately, he's just a terrible robot. And compared to Mech Godzilla, who almost killed Godzilla, he is just terrible all around. I mean, he's supposed to be the upgrade to Mecha Godzilla, but he feels more like a downgrade to me because just one blast from Space Godzilla and he's instantly down. I mean, the big battles, um, the battle, the first battle between Godzilla and Space Godzilla is enjoyable, and the final battle between Godzilla and Space Godzilla and Mogira is fine, but though there is a lot of laser shooting, just a lot of lasers shooting everywhere. And it can kind of get a little annoying. You just want to see some monster on, like, you know, melee combat monster action. And that's what I wanted to see. But it's still enjoyable. And there's some things to like about this movie. Um, I do like uh, one of the characters. I forget what his name is. But he was enjoyable. And there are some certain aspects I do like about this movie. I can't bring myself to really hate this movie like other people do. Number 27, Godzilla vs. Hedorah. Hedorah is a cool villain. He's a really cool villain. I really like how he is in the movie. Um, I love his design. Um, I think he's really cool. But I just hate how this message is just put down like your throat over and over again, unfortunately. And Godzilla is more the superhero this time around than he was in the last movies. Because in the last movies, he was still an, like an animal and now he's just full-on superhero this time around, or Captain Planet, which is fine, you know, that's how the series went. Can't really do anything about it now. But, I don't know, and the fights between Godzilla and Adora are meh. I mean, the first one is just confusing, I just don't know what's going on. The second fight is just extremely short. The third fight is probably the best fight between the two. I mean, there's a lot that goes on. Also, this fight's a bit brutal. I mean, Godzilla loses an eye. His hand turns to uh, bone. And even Hedora loses an eye. And yeah, it's kind of a brutal fight. Not brutal like bloody or gory, but brutal enough. So, I don't know. Also, this movie is just insane. Like, whoever was making this must have been smoking a lot of drugs. 
Number 26, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. It's great to see Godzilla fight King Ghidorah one-on-one because in the older movies, he always had to team up against, uh, team up with other monsters so he can defeat Ghidorah. And, you know, that's fine. But it's really cool now that they get to fight one-on-one. Uh, my biggest problem with the movie, though, is just the time travel. It just does not work. It's very confusing. I admire them for going that direction, but in the end, it just does not work. And also, the this movie copies the Terminator and Back to the Future. You know, two really good movies. That's uh, better than this. I mean, I have, that's better than this. I mean, the monster action between Godzilla and Ghidorah is enjoyable. It's very good. It's also very brutal, too. These monsters don't really hold back like in the older series. Where it was very goofy in the older series. But again, again, it was the older series. So it made more sense. But this time, since these monsters are taken more seriously, you could do more brutal things with them. Also, I'm just not a big fan of the origin of Ghidorah. I think I like his origin from the original series better because you didn't know where he came from. It was a mystery. All we knew is that he came from outer space. And that's it. We don't really know much about him, unfortunately. Where did he come from? Who made him? You know, things like that. And I just don't like like how these cute three cute little creatures become this three-headed demon. It's just very stupid. But yet again, this is the Godzilla series we're kind of we're talking about. Anything can happen at this point. Number twenty-five: Godzilla versus Gigan. This introduced one of the coolest monsters, Gigan, and I just think his design is just awesome. I mean, he is just bizarre and strange, and I just love how he looks. Um, it's nice to see Ghidorah again in the movie, though he doesn't really do much, unfortunately. He's just kind of there. And same with Thangiris, honestly. Angiris. Um, he doesn't really do much. I mean, it's really Godzilla and Gigan that's really doing most of the damage or most of the fighting here. I mean, I mean, God, I mean, and also this is the first uh, Godzilla movie to make uh, Godzilla bleed, which is uh, kind of crazy for a movie that's uh, meant to be for kids. Um, and Gigan is just a cool villain. He's very tough and. I just love him in the movie, and the big battle at the end is enjoyable, though there is unfortunately a lot of stock footage, but they use it wisely, unlike Godzilla's French, where it was just a compilation. Number 24, Godzilla vs. Megalon. This movie is just downright goofy, it's just stupid, and I love it. I mean, Godzilla feels like an afterthought in this movie, and that's because he was an afterthought. This was actually going to be a Jet Jaguar movie, but instead they put Godzilla in, like, the last minute. I mean, that's fine. Just makes the movie even better. And they decided to bring Guy Game back, who I think wasn't going to be in this movie, but whatever. They brought him back, and now we have a tag team battle at the end, and it's just great. I mean, human characters are not the greatest here. They're not well written, but 
the stuff they're doing is enjoyable. Some of the actions that they do are just so insane. I just love. And the drop kick is definitely worth it. Uh, just, just to see it in person. Number 23, Godzilla vs. Mechgodzilla 2. I don't like how Mechgodzilla looks in this film. He looks okay, but compared to the 70s version and then the later ones, he just, this is probably my least favorite version besides the city one. I mean, he still feels like Mechgodzilla. He's still a badass and he can kick a lot of ass and he gives Godzilla one hell of a fight. But I just don't like the design, fortunately. And also, I like how the roles are kind of reversed, where Mechgodzilla in the original series was an alien war machine. And while Godzilla's not really the bad guy, he's not exactly the good guy either. More of an anti-hero this time around. So, yeah, I like that. And also, Baby Godzilla actually looks like a little version of Godzilla, which is nice compared to Manila in the other movies. Because Manila just, like... Looked nothing like Godzilla at all. So I don't know what they were doing. The human characters are enjoyable. They have their moments. You got the paradoxical guy. Just being a nerd and being like us. You know he's just crazy. And honestly he's kind of my favorite character in the movie. I mean it might be strange to say that. Because usually people say he's the worst thing about the movie. But I liked him. So yeah. Number 22, Son of Godzilla. This movie isn't really supposed to be taken seriously at all. It's very goofy and it's very cheesy and just silly. Uh, Manila, I know he gets a lot of hate. But honestly, I just don't really hate him in this movie. I mean, like maybe like Destroy All Monsters and Godzilla Final Wars. I kind of mind him because he just has no point of being in there. But something like Godzilla Revenge... I don't really mind them all that much. Also, I like the plot with um, the weather machine. It was actually kind of interesting. Um, you know, and I also like how the monsters were a threat to the people. Because usually in all the other movies, it's just like, oh, we don't, we, we don't want to get supped on and that's it. But no, the uh, Kamanga, Godzilla, Manila, and Karmakras are all dangerous to all the crew here. So that's actually kind of cool. And we didn't really see that in the last movie. I guess we kind of did, but... Yeah, whatever. Number 21, Abir Horror the Deep. I know this one isn't really well received by fans, but I just enjoy it. And I know Godzilla was an afterthought yet again, and this was going to be a King Kong movie. But, God damn it, I love this movie. I mean, Godzilla himself, you know, he's so enjoyable... And, but the character, he still kind of feels a little out of place, though. Because he's staring at women, you know, he's doing, like, going to sleep. Doing what Kong does instead. I don't know, it did feel a little weird, but, you know what, I, I don't mind it. It's just one movie, whatever. Um, also, Ibira, while I, I hate crustaceans to death, he actually kind of looks cool and the best-looking monster out of the four because we have the giant condor, Godzilla, Mothra, and Hibira. So we have all four of those guys. Also, the fight with the giant condor is just terrible. But I also do like the human characters. They're just enjoyable and just fun to watch. It's a very simple movie. And I like how it's not 
big in scale like some of the other Godzilla movies like Giger's Three-Headed Monster, Invasion of the Astro Monster, or King Kong vs. Godzilla, or Mothra vs. Godzilla. This is more small in scale because this whole movie takes place on an island, and I kind of like the pace of change. Alright, number 20, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. There are some improvements uh, compared to the last film. I think some of the characters are a bit better than some of the characters in the last movie, except for Brian Cranston, who was like the greatest thing in that film. Why they killed him off, I have no idea. Um, I, I like um, Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah. They're all fantastic. They're treated with respect. Um, they make changes to them, make changes to them. Like, Mothra's design is very different than what we've seen in the past, but it still feels like Mothra. And also, I like how Ghidorah can grow a new head. I mean, we've never seen this in any of the older movies, because when he lost a head, it was gone. So, that's kind of cool. Also, I mean, the battles between the monsters are good, but they are a little, um, not so... They're so good, but they can be a little, like, too close at some points, unfortunately. And also, I just think the mom's plan is just very dumb. I just think it's just stupid why she's doing what she's doing. I mean, the characters were enjoyable enough. Some of the comedy, or really just all the comedy, just really didn't work in this movie, unfortunately. There were some funny moments, but there was also some moments where... It wasn't funny. So, yeah. But I would still... Even though this is my least favorite of the MonsterVerse, I would still recommend this film to some people. Uh, number 19. Uh, Godzilla Tokyo SOS. This is a decent sequel to Against Mechagodzilla. But Against Mechagodzilla is still the better movie. I mean, the monster stuff and facts and music is all very good. But that's kind of where it really the movie kind of offers. I mean, there's good acting, sure. And the main character isn't terrible. But he's just nowhere near as good as the character from the last movie. Who was just perfect, in my opinion. Um, Godzilla and Mechagodzilla, they both look great. And I like Mothra in this movie. She looks fantastic. And the best she's looked since probably the 60s. Uh, she looks really good. And I love how her... Her wings flap in the movie. It's just, it looks fantastic. Uh, just the wings alone just makes this movie. Make this movie. Um, um, yeah, I just, it's just a decent sequel. Not really much to really say about it besides what I just said. Number 18, Godzilla vs. Biolante. I'll say this, Biolante is one of the coolest creatures I've ever seen. Not just in the Godzilla movie, but of all time. She looks fantastic in this movie. Her designs, all like the vines and all the stuff they had to do. That was a team effort. I mean, the characters in the movie are, they're good. They're enjoyable. And we did get one of the most famous Godzilla characters, Miki, who would appear in the rest of the Heisei series. So that's cool. Um, she doesn't really do much in this first film, but she's still very good in the film, and everyone else, really. I mean, the plot's also very strange, like a scientist combining his daughter's cells and Rose's cells to create Biolante, who 
just can't be killed. Also, the fights between Godzilla vs. Spinalante are okay. I mean, they're brutal. And I mean brutal. I mean, there's like blood flying out of these guys when they fight. But they're just not as exciting as the fights from the original series. They're still decent, and you'll get your money's worth. But really, yeah, I don't know. It was a little disappointing. Also, the final form wasn't on screen too much, unfortunately. I only had like maybe three minutes of screen time, which was very disappointing. Number 17, Godzilla 2014. This is by far the best American Godzilla movie. It's not my favorite, but it's easily the best. Um, Godzilla feels like Godzilla this time around. He feels like Godzilla. He has the atomic breath. He doesn't run away from the military. And he's a badass. And he's awesome. The Mudos are okay villains. They're fine. They have their moments here and there. You know, but really their designs are not really anything original. Also, killing off Brian Cranston was the dumbest thing in the movie. Because he was the best part. And Leonard Johnson does a fine job in his role. He's fine. But compared to Brian Cranston, it's like bread and butter. I mean, he's, there's still also a lot of really great shots in the movie. Some of the shots are just fantastic in the movie. And it makes you feel like, makes you feel like this little ant compared to all this monster stuff. And it, it's really cool. And the big battle at the end is still very enjoyable. And the CGI also works in this movie. Compared to the last Godzilla, American Godzilla movie, this is all, like, leaps and bounds better. Number 16, Destroy All Monsters. People have compared this to pretty much the Avengers of giant monster movies. And in a way, yeah, it kind of is. I mean, you got all these monsters and stuff, but in the Avengers, the Avengers weren't under mind control. But all the monsters here are under mind control uh, for a Majority of the movie, I mean, the human stuff is unfortunately, it's the weakest part. But the stuff with the monsters is fantastic. I mean, the there's two big scenes. One is the big city destruction scene in, like, the middle of the movie. And then we get the big battle at the end with King of the War, which is probably, even though this isn't, obviously, isn't my favorite this is probably one of the most iconic of the Godzilla fights. It's just that good. And I also I just don't like how how like the spaceship needs to, like the people on the spaceship need to like do something at the end. Like I don't know. I feel like it should have been the spaceship first, then the giant monsters fighting last. It would have made it more epic, honestly. But still, there's a lot to enjoy about this movie. Number 15, Godzilla 1984. Um, wow. This movie is, uh, it's good. I like how they made Godzilla scary again. He's not the superhero that he was in the last movies. And that's a great pace of change. I mean, also, I mean, the human characters, they're decent. And they have their moments here and there. And, you know, they're fine. But really, the main reason to go see this movie is Godzilla, because he is really great. The animatronics um, can look a little iffy at some points. And you can definitely tell when it is an animatronic and when it's a guy in a suit, because you just can obviously tell. Um, 
The effects in miniatures look fantastic. Oh my god, these are the best they've looked in years. They look so good, they're so detailed, and the scene Godzilla just destroy them makes it so much fun. Also, I like how they try to make a weapon in the series to kill Godzilla, called the Super X, which is a very famous vehicle in the Godzilla series. Um... But the thing is, why did they make it, though? I mean, they say in the movie it's, like, for nuclear purposes. But I don't think they were probably expecting Godzilla to come back anytime soon. Also, I don't like how how this movie doesn't address, like, this is a new Godzilla. They think it's just the same Godzilla from 1954. Which is kind of a little dumb, since... I think everyone knows what happened in that movie. I mean, they didn't see it, but they probably should know. So, yeah, I don't know. But the city destruction scenes are great. Godzilla is great. And, you know, it's just a good movie. Number 14, Godzilla vs. Kong. This movie gave me exactly what I wanted. And that is a rematch between the two most iconic movie monsters of all time. I mean, the battle scenes are fantastic, and the CGI is also great. Um, the fights between the monsters are brutal. They don't hold back, and it's just satisfying as hell. Now, I was a little worried when, you know, uh, when I heard about Mechagodzilla, because, you know, you're probably going to expect that Godzilla and Kong are probably going to team up, but... And I was like, I just don't want them to team up. I just want them to fight to the death. But they made a, they found a way to make it cool, though. They made it cool, really cool. I wish the team up was a little longer, but still, it was very satisfying just to see Godzilla and King Kong just team up with each other. It's just crazy. Number 13, GMK. This movie is just perfect. Almost perfect. I mean, you have really great monster action. You have some really great scenes. Godzilla in this movie is terrifying in this movie. He's not the Godzilla that he was in the first two. Where, yes, he was the bad guy, but he really wasn't all that scary. This film, he is terrifying. I mean, just the white eyes just makes it even more scarier. Uh, the human and the writing is very good. It's um, very well done. Um... I like Mothra in the movie. You know, I like her design. It's something new. King Ghidorah being a good guy is probably going to be a little mixed for some people because, you know, he's always the villain or the, you know, when it comes to Godzilla or Ghidorah, he's uh, Godzilla's the lesser of two evils. I don't really mind since he's the good guy in this movie since it's just one movie and it's an anthology series, so you can kind of do whatever you want. And it was also nice to see Baragon again, although I wish he was in the final battle, unfortunately. Number 12, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, the original. This movie just brought the series back on track. I mean, it's entertaining, it's just cheesy, and this is probably Jun Fukuda's best Godzilla film by far. I mean, it's just entertaining. Mechagodzilla just proves to be a... Worthy opponent for Godzilla, and he is very tough in this movie, and he's just awesome. King Caesar is fine, you know, he's an okay monster, and, you know, he's enjoyable, but the big battle at the end just makes it really worth it, and the characters are pretty good. 
Number 11, Godzilla 2000. I rewatched this movie a couple years back when I was watching the best movie ever, Geostorm. And man, was it just a big surprise. The movie is just simple, but yet it works. The characters are simple, but yet it works. I mean, the characters are just so enjoyable to watch and just, I just love them. Um, also, the villain in the movie isn't exactly the villain. He's more of the, I guess, the guy you like to hate. Or he's just trying to do what's right for Japan. But he's still so much fun to watch. And also the dub, for the um, dub, because I've never watched the Japanese version, is honestly pretty good. So I would actually recommend the American version this time around instead of the Japanese but yet again, I have not seen the Japanese version, so I can't really compare the two, unfortunately. Number 10, Mothra vs. Godzilla. Now, this is actually kind of surprising because this is the first time that Mothra actually met Godzilla. Mothra had her own movie back in 1961. It's just now they cross over and it's even more awesome. I mean, the fight, the first battle between Mothra and Godzilla is good. The human characters are well written. The effects and miniatures are fantastic in this movie. They're so damn good. I mean, they look fantastic. Godzilla's suit looks great. He looks menacing. Though the silver eyebrows can be a little distracting at some points. Mothra looks good. But I just don't like the big battle at the ends um, with the Martha Larva and Godzilla. It's just a little distracting, unfortunately. And, I mean, the third act is definitely the weakest act of the three. But it's still not awful, and it's still not awful. But they do cut away to Godzilla and then back to the egg, back to Godzilla, and vice versa many times. And it can get a little annoying at some points. But still, this is a perfect movie. Number nine, Shin Godzilla. Out of the Reiwa series, I believe that's what it's called, this is easily the best of that series, which is pretty much an anthology series at this point. I mean, Godzilla is just perfect. Um, I don't really, mi don't really mind the changes they made, like him becoming just like this weird creature, and then, you know, just becoming Godzilla. And also, I don't know, that's, even though Godzilla was cool in the movie, some of the stuff that he did do... I think was a little too absurd. I mean, if you know this franchise uh, like I do, you know the series can be absurd. But it was a little too absurd for a movie that was taking itself a little too seriously. I mean, it was still very fun to watch, and the set destruction scene is one of the best. And the CGI is uh, very uh, good at points, and other points it could be pretty damn bad. Also, there is a lot of human stuff just happening in this movie. I know there's a lot of human stuff in the other Godzilla movies, but I mean there is a lot, and I don't think this movie needed to be two hours. Still, I do recommend it. Number eight, King Kong vs. Godzilla. Where do I begin? The title just pretty much says it all. I mean, it's Godzilla fighting King Kong. Now, is this satisfying as a 2021 movie? No. But it's still just awesome to see these two characters be on screen with each other and fighting. We'll get to that in a minute. But how the human characters are just enjoyable. They're so much fun. 
This is a comedy, and I like how it's a comedy compared to the first two films. Because the first film was dark and serious, and the second film was dark and serious, but didn't have that, like, I feel like the grittiness was kind of lost for that movie. But getting back to King Kong vs. Godzilla, you know, monsters, they're just, they're comedic this time around, and I really don't mind. Um, uh, I like how Godzilla looks, he looks pretty damn good. Uh, Kong, on the other hand, just looks terrible, he just looks like he got ran over, like, what happened to him? He just looks so terrible in this movie. Um, also, there was one thing that I actually did notice. And that's the fact is that there's only two times where Godzilla fights King Kong or they appear on screen with each other. The first time is the, uh, like the little duel between the two and then the big battle at the end. It's actually, I've never noticed that, honestly, um, until I rewatched the movie. But other than that, even though Godzilla and Kong only appeared, like, twice in the movie together, the movie is still enjoyable, and just watch it. Just go watch Godzilla and King Kong beating each other up. Alright, so number seven, Ghidra the Three-Headed Monster. This movie pretty much brought the Joker of the Godzilla... Let me fix that. 